and stuff picks and stuff welcome in the gambling podcast that is the best and i'm telling you if i don't say it i don't play it that's my guarantee to everybody my money's on the line just like yours Uh, a lot of fun stuff to talk about on this here podcast uh, but let's open up with what i want this podcast to be a no nonsense actually some nonsense some funny but way for us to make money and enjoy the games even more than we already do and i've got a couple cool segments coming up i think you'll recognize one of them but first, a little heads up, I spend all my waking moments checking out all of these games, all the information, all I can care about, and you know that I do, because I can't possibly enjoy my newborn that much. And it's true, I don't. And even when I'm holding them, I'm reading about the games because I want to make a little extra jingle on the side. And so do you. So this is where we can fast forward through the entire process Plus, we can make this thing a family. Like other services, they're out there selling their picks and just giving you one side. More accurately, they're giving two sides out to half the colors. And they're saying, look, look, we're winners either way. I don't do that. Every game that I put out there, I put my money on too. If I don't say it, I mean it. I don't play it. So... This is where we become a family. So you give me a few minutes to listen to this podcast. I'll give you some ideas, some thoughts, and where to go to get the rest of my picks. But know this, that somewhere in this episode, even though we are selling picks at picksandstuff.com, where you can get a one-day, one-week, or one-month pass right now, there is a free pick hidden somewhere in today's show. Somewhere in the show, there is one pick that is free and is hidden. You have to do the listening to find out. (laughs) Now, let's get to it. Uh, I've really been enjoying uh, these Mac games this week and last week as well. And I think the best part about midweek games isn't betting the totals necessarily, isn't betting the spreads. It's betting the first half because the first half totals especially for the teams have been really 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 profitable in the first couple of weeks now i'll tell you what i did uh, on wednesday night which made a, a ton of money uh is what i did on wednesday night is i looked at a couple of numbers that made easy sense now what easy sense means to me is simple can a team score this amount of points with as little effort as possible. So effort doesn't just mean how good you are offensively. It also means how many possessions do you need. So I had Eastern Michigan. I found them for over 13 in the first half. Eastern Michigan, if you haven't been paying attention, actually kind of decent. Plus a lot of points that they're able to score, and they had a pretty easy matchup. But could they get over 13? That's just two touchdowns. And they took on Ball State, which is terrible. Okay, not terrible. They're, they're not good. But they also give a bunch of points, which makes it two times as easy because they give up the points. And here's three times as easy. They also can score a lot of points, which means, are you listening to this? Possessions come back quickly to Eastern Michigan. It's three times easy for Eastern Michigan to try to put up points, even though... They're not exactly the best football team. They're 0-2 now. But they went over the 13 uh, on Wednesday. Also, I uh, took myself a little uh, little bit of a breather over on Toledo. By the way, the Eastern Michigan was over in the first quarter winner. Uh, Toledo over 
14 in the first half. Now, they took it to the second quarter to get that wildly after being 14-14 after the first quarter. But again, same premise applies. Can they do this in as few possessions as possible? Can you at least get to the total as quickly and easily as possible? And then can you surpass it? That was more two times as easy. But still, over 14 first half, they scored 21 or 24 in the first half, and that's what made them so good. So first half midweek games are really interesting for the team totals. That is one of my favorite things to pay attention to in midweek games. Now, you can get the team totals like... Uh, excuse me, the game totals, like 31 was a couple of these games, and that's tough. That is tough. 31 is a lot to get because you need both teams to participate on that. You need a lot of possession to get to it, and it's not nearly as easy. But 13 and 14, much easier numbers to get in general because field goals aren't really a thing, bro. Kind of are, but not really. Uh, so first halves pay attention to. Hey, speaking of the midweek action, uh, someone is in a big, big vat of doo-doo. You just made the list! I'm staring at you, Ohio, you bobcat ass. What is going on with you? Had you over team total 41 and a half and minus 27 for the spread, which is a lot of points, I get it. But you were taking on Akron. Akron. Akron is awful, miserable, terrible, no good. 41 and a half should have been an easy, easy cash. But no, you had to go be Ohio. So Ohio, you are now on the list. Two games into your season. Two games, and I put you on the list. Not having it, Ohio. Not a good look. Not a cool look. You're now on my list, so bug off. Like, I couldn't even sweat the game. All right, I, I'm a little upset about this. You didn't even let me sweat the game. Like the Ball State second half I played Wednesday, I could sweat a little bit. But no, no, I didn't even get to sweat. I knew immediately after the first quarter that game was a dud. I wasn't going to get what I wanted. And Ohio, you are not only on the list, you're number one with the bullet. And I have multiple teams on this list I don't play with anymore. This is is your destiny. Although, Frank Solich, love you as a dude. You're, you're awesome. Your team, you ain't getting my money no more. Least bettable games. I told you we don't mess around. We are not here to waste your time. I'm not here to waste my time. This is to have a little bit of fun and to make some money. So let's look at the least bettable games for this weekend. College football style, if you will, sir. Number five on the list is a 3 p.m. Central time, because that's where I live, bros. Uh, San Diego State at home versus Hawaii. San Diego State minus 11, 52 and a half total. This game smells in all the wrong directions. San Diego State put three freaking turnovers on the board in the fourth quarter and against, against San Jose State. They lost that game against San Jose State because the fourth quarter, they were terrible. Now, I did get the under, which is all I really needed, but I had to sweat it because San Diego State couldn't hold on the ball and was throwing random backward fumbles. 
Regardless of that, San Diego State is an 11-point favorite against Hawaii, who, as you may have paid attention to, uh, gave up a bunch of points to New Mexico. Hawaii is just a weird team to try to figure out. They can put up points, but San Diego State is still a good defense. Basically, have kept their entire coaching staff from the defense and brought in new offensive dudes. They're a good team. They're a fine team. Uh, but this game, I stay away from with all my hearts, all my my giggles, all my love. So number five on the list, staying away from San Diego State, Hawaii. Number four, 2.30 Central Time, Houston minus 14 versus South Florida. That totals 57.5. If you are on this game at all, what's up? What's up? You think South Florida's not good until they put up a bunch of points? Okay, South Florida is an impossible team to figure out. More impossible, though, is what Dana Holgerson's doing at Houston. Why would you trust your money to Houston, I know it's about the matchups, and I know it's about the line movement there, but there is nothing about this year's Houston team that should give you any confidence that they could beat anybody, anybody, by double digits. The total is an interesting number of 57.5, but it's not enough to get me to bleh, gag on that game. So, no, stay away from that. Least bettable game. Number three, 11 a.m., Penn State minus three at Nebraska, total 56 and a half. Go up your own butts with this game. What? That game is not only an unbettable game, it's an unwatchable game. There is nothing to figure out about Penn State this year. They're not good. But on the other side, Nebraska, not good either. Impossible to figure out. I don't care that they lost to a good undefeated Northwestern team, 21-13. I care that I don't know what they are. I know there are only two games in the season. I got nothing on them. Penn State minus three, no idea. No idea. Same way. You get beat by Indiana, controversially. You get blowed out by Ohio State. Sort of kind of makes some sense. I don't know what Penn State is. I'm honest. You got to stay away from the 11 a.m. game. Penn State against Nebraska. Number two, one reason I'm staying away from this game, you'll hear in a minute, UCF minus 25 against Temple at home. 76.5 is the total. 76.5 is the total. That is ginormous, except for two weeks ago, UCF, I think, played Houston, and that total was 81.5. Now, that one I could have told you a long time ago, but I didn't do this podcast. That is way, way too many points to feel confident to put your money in. I don't. I wouldn't put a $25 bet on UCF to cover 76.5. Doesn't mean they won't do it, but that is a billion points. You know what has to happen for 76.5 points? to get scored. You know what has to happen? You have to say, when you put your hard-earned money down, and I know it's easier because you're using the internet and it doesn't have to be hard-earned cash, but you should take out a 20 from your wallet if you still have those and just feel it. Just feel it for a second, okay? And say, I'm willing to put this on the line to say that UCF Temple will score basically every time they touch the ball. I mean, that's essentially what you're talking about. Do you think you can trust that? Do you think that you could trust that like two punts would kill your total? Because I'm not willing to put that. 76 and a half, no. Number one least bettable game of the weekend, 11 a.m. We go back to name. Thank you, SEC, for the one of the two games you got going this weekend. Kentucky minus 17 against Vanderbilt. Total is 41 and a half. Woof, woof. 
woof. That's a triple dogger. That is possibly the worst game of the weekend. I thought Penn State-Nebraska was kind of bad. Mm. Kentucky-Vanderbilt may be one that they will actually black out for everybody. You may have to keep up with this one online, and I'm not sure they're going to allow internet for this. Kentucky minus 17 may hit. Kentucky is a better team, but have you seen this team this year? Kentucky has a somewhat decent defense now, all of a sudden, sort of, kind of, but their offense is trash. Trash. They've tried two different quarterbacks this year. None of them work, and they are supposed to score points against Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt may be having an issue fielding a football team, but at least they only gave up 24 to Mississippi State, and that team was rocking offensively. Sarcasm noted. Most bettable games. Most bettable games coming up in just a second, but picksandstuff.com. Let me tell you that there are three different options you really should consider. The daily pass. The one-day pass where you can just taste trust what we're doing here what we do is simple we will send out to you via email or the text if you sign up for that we will send you the picks in enough time to get them in before the game that's all we do that's all we do this is a family run operation myself along with a couple other family members we run this now it's not like my brother but this is a family thing okay we are making money if you make money so why don't you come in on the jingle jangle we've had a really good last couple weeks i mean college football has been murdering it we have been doing really really well so taste just give a little bit of a taste for the one day pick okay the one day pick just start there the week pass is what i really recommend though because that gets you picks for seven days and i'm telling you there's one piece of advice i would give to you right now if you're new to this or if you've already been doing it it's not just about money management the thing that's most important above that to me is to know that you are in this for the long haul so if you can pick 60 percent correct you are a god right but that has to happen over time. That can't just happen over one night. No one's going to hit 90, 80% forever. You have to be in this to make money with the right picks over time. And that's what we can do here at picksandstuff.com. So picksandstuff.com, click on get picks and get signed up. The most bettable games, number five on the list is Oregon and Washington. Oregon's a 10 point favorite at six o'clock. 58 is the total. The number I like there is Oregon minus 10. I like what Oregon did last week a lot at Stanford. And I know one of my big tenets about watching these teams is if you don't have a little bit of data, and usually that means two games, you really should pay attention more to individual team totals first half. It's kind of a thing I've been going through. But Oregon looked that much better than Stanford. They pulled away and they looked good. They looked like an Oregon team you would expect to look against Stanford. Not one where Stanford comes in and ruins their entire season. Washington State, I want you to be careful about what you saw against Oregon State last week. I want you to be very careful about trusting Washington State last week against Oregon State and Nick Rolovich coming up from Hawaii. Number four on the list, Indiana minus seven at Michigan State. Indiana is good, but are they top ten in the country good? Michigan State is terrible. Terrible, except against Michigan. But, you know, 
everybody that the rival of Michigan beats Michigan. Uh, Indiana minus seven is a very interesting number because minus seven is, I'm going to shock you here, is a touchdown. Is a touchdown enough for what Michigan State can offer defensively? Can we trust Indiana enough? If I'm leaning one way, I'm leaning that Indiana is trustworthy against Michigan State, particularly. I don't know if Indiana's top 10 good, but right now they're undefeated. And how many teams are that? Actually, I'm not really sure. No, tell me. Someone tell me how many teams are undefeated still. Number three on that list, Georgia State at App State. That's a 130 kickoff. Georgia State, a 16-point underdog. App State, total 62.5. That's a lot of numbers, but these two teams scored in bunches and do not give me the Coastal Carolina-Georgia State game. That was embarrassing enough that I lost that game that Georgia State scored zero points. But all other games, Georgia State is scoring like a mad beast, and Coastal is the best team in that conference right now. So App State gives up points, scores Georgia State does the same thing. That if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm taking a little bit lazy, that's a very not only is that a really interesting good looking bet for you to take a look at, but also it's a fun bet. And fun bets are the best bets. Under bets are just nauseating at times. Over bets are fun. So if you want to look at over 62 and a half, uh, you want to look for points, I think you're going to get a bunch of points that game. Probably not all in the first half. But you're probably going to get a bunch of game points in that game. Number two on the list, NC State at FSU. North Carolina State, a 10-point favorite. Florida State total is 59, or the game total is 59. Wow, what can I say about Florida State? But they are just bad. They're, they're bad. They're bad everywhere on the field. Uh, they've got uh, their best player uh, out for surgery. They've got one of their other best players who is um, um, out uh, this week. And that's right. What was previously their best quarterback is transferring. Transferring as soon as he graduates. Uh, they're in shambles right now. Uh, I don't know how they beat North Carolina. That one will baffle me until maybe the rest of the time. Although, you should smoke cigars in the locker room. Did you see that? They smoked cigars in the locker room after they beat North Carolina. Because, you know, a two-win team deserves to do that. Uh, but NC State is miles ahead of what Florida State is right now. Even... With a backup quarterback. You saw what they did against Miami last week. That's no fluke. That's kind of who NC State is this year. They're a team that can score points, and that's important if you want to get a 10-point spread. And the number one most bettable game this week, let's look at the early morning matchup. 11 a.m., North Carolina versus Wake Forest. North Carolina, 13.5 point on the spread. The total is 66.5. Another game where we could see a ton of of points both sides. North Carolina, very much like uh, what we saw with Georgia State App State, scores a bunch, gives up a bunch. That's the fun part of watching. But 66.5 is a huge number. North Carolina hit that number a few times this year. But pay attention to the 13.5. Wake may be in for a late comeback in that game to try to get into it. North Carolina's been in those games. I don't think that's going to cause them to get a backdoor cover here. But... Pay attention. I mean, if you want to start out early, start out hot. That 11 a.m. game is humongous. Ah, uh, 
thank you guys for listening. You you got to the secret sauce. You got to the super secret hidden pick. It's for free. You don't have to go to picksandstuff.com to get this one. Remember, if I say it, I'm playing it. Right? Right? So here is my free... I'm going to whisper this. My super secret free pick that you can only get by listening to this podcast is App State over 62 and a half. In fact, I would buy the half down to 62. You may pay a little juice on it, but there's a saying. It goes like this. You don't pay juice if you win. And we're trying to win, baby. We're here to win, baby. That's right. Picksandstuff.com for more picks. That's right. We will have more picks given to you if you go sign up at picksandstuff.com. Com. All right, that's it. That's the show. That is it. I had some thoughts on the Friday game. You know, you thought I might go there for a Friday pick. I don't like Boise State, Colorado State, 61 and a half. I don't like Boise State's quarterback situation. And I do like their defense, though. But I don't like anything about that game. So that game is a I'm staying off of it. Again, if I don't say it, I don't play it. And I'm not playing that one. So you can bet at your own desire. Oh, we're done? Oh, hey. All right. Bye, everybody.